I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Airport Podcast for Round 1 2022. We come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is furious after Carlton's win. It is Adam Rosenbachs. Yeah, g'day, Michael. Um, g'day, junk timers. You would think that I would want to start off at a celebratory note because Carlton won their first game over Richmond since 2013. Patrick Cripps's first ever victory against the Tigers. Can you believe no that? No way. The Blues. It was massive. We came from 20 points down. It was an unbelievable win. I was at the MCG on Thursday night. But I've got to say, the gloss has been taken off of that because the AFL has seen their way. They didn't like the idea that Carlton, the juggernaut, has awoken. That and you're up and about? Beast. We are up and about. Everyone is getting around us. And they can see that a, a fit and fire in Carlton is just too dangerous a prospect for the AFL. And they went... The AFL orchestrated, they went out of their way to give our brilliant coach, who has a 100% coaching record, Michael Voss, they made sure, and fucking make no bones about this, Michael, they ensured that he got COVID and would not coach round two against the Western Bulldogs who played off in the grand final because they were so scared that the Western Bulldogs would get so blown off the park next week with Michael Voss at the helm that they couldn't handle it and they ensured that Michael Voss got COVID, would miss a game. Disgusting gotcha. work from the AFL. So I'm, you're calling I'm it a conspiracy? Absolutely. All right, answer me this, right? They cut to the, um, the Carlton box deep into the last quarter. Why was there a bat in a cage yep. behind Michael Voss? You tell me that. How, how, I've never seen a pangolin in a coach's box before in my fucking life. Sure, sure. And when, to- and when they went to pay the caterers, why did they hand the money over in a brown paper bag? <laughs> It was unbelievable. Two days earlier, he does a presser at a wet market in apparent <laughs> response. They're trying to pump up round one. I don't see the, the connection there. The week before, they sent him to do a sporty at the Wuhan footy club. <laughs> the AFL has it in for Carlton. He made them hang out. This is the day before. They said, Vossi, the, the AFL finals are coming up. And he's like, that's great. I, mm-hmm. I love, you know, uh, the AFLW finals. I love what it's all about. It's great that they're thereabouts. And they said, hey, do you mind hanging out and doing some of the rat tests for some of the Collingwood AFLW girls? And Vossi's like, why do you need me? And they're like, mate, can you just help us out? We're a bit <laughs> short-staffed. You know what it's like. Can you go down there? Half the fucking Collingwood AFLW's team wiped out. They fucking get they get bossy. It's a uh, I'm I'm so upset. I heard a story that um the Carlton Club doctor for some reason for the last week he mm. hasn't been able to distribute ivermectin. Now that's just Is rumor that right? at this stage. Just a rumor. So that's again again it's the AFL. It, it's just it's just a pure hatred of Carlton, and mm-hmm. it stemmed from this is just a continuation of the draconian 
um, draft penalties that we faced in 2003. And it, it just hasn't stopped. It's 19 years on. Let it go, AFL. The Blues are on their way back. You can't fucking stop us. Even yeah. though, I mean, technically, no Voss, you would... You'd think they'd delay the round two game against the Western Bulldogs. Isn't that the right thing to do? I figure, yeah. I mean, I figure with someone with um, Michael Voss's uh, superlative coaching record at Mate, the Lions. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> the guy's undefeated against against a triple time, a three time premiership coach. If you don't mind, I mean, he stamped his authority on the game. And now you managed to go on Thursday night. I did, I did. So I think it was my first time back at the MCG since Boxing Day 2020. I didn't get there last year. I was trying to think and about when I last went to the MCG. Obviously, I watched the Hawthorne games today on TV, but obviously in Sydney. Because mm. uh, I remember, I think the last match I went to was the Collingwood St Kilda game, which was about May last year. And then okay. I tried to get into the Hawthorne Suns match at the SCG by the fact that it had been the blockbuster the venues. It obviously, was sold out, so you couldn't get in. Oh, I mean, that's the thing, yeah. I think it actually had like 3,000 <laughs> people. But I told the story yeah. last year, but essentially what happened, I had stand-up gigs that night, and so I could only get there at three-quarter time. And so essentially tried to blag my way in by... Yeah. Because um, uh, the box office was shut, and I went to a gate where they let the officials in, and I said to the security guard, um, where do you get a ticket for the Hawthorne game? And a direct quote, he said... What's Hawthorne? <laughs> and I pointed because right. you could see the ground, and I pointed. Yeah. And I said, "They're the people running around in brown and gold over there." And so then and I goes, went no up to like three different colours. gates, and yeah. I tried to pretend it was a Hawthorne home game, which it wasn't, and was like waving my membership and going, "Hey, man, I want to get in." And then I pulled out the old MCC card, and it's like. Oh, yeah, we get reciprocal rights here. So just let me in. And uh, they did not let me in. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you gave it your best shot. So it would have been cricket that you went to, 2020? Uh, Yes, yes. So that was a Boxing Day test in 2020, uh, India versus Australia. And that was back when it was only 33,000 people allowed in at the G. So Thursday night, I got the bus to Clifton Hill Station and then jumped on the train, which is like five stops to Jollymont. And it was about, so it was a 7.25 game and I was on the train about 6.50. And the one thing that I noticed that uh, the one downside to Carlton being up and about and their fans thinking that they are a chance for, you know, having a decent season is that now there's fucking crowds back. And I am not used to this. Now, I am so used to playing 110 on a Sunday afternoon and getting there at 2.09 and just wandering straight in. and uh, Sorry, 1.09 and just wandering straight in. And there's no one around. And, you know, when I'm leaving at three-quarter time, I can get home to watch the rest of the last quarter. You know, oh. there's a lot of benefits to Carlton having been shit over the years, Michael. I've never had to, I've never had to line up for a beer before. You know, just little things like that, that uh, Carlton really have to... They've got to think of their fans when they start winning all these games. Like, how did you cope all these years having to wait to go to get some fucking food or go to the bathroom. I mean, what are you fucking doing, mate? It's no good. I'm going to have a word to Vossi. I mean, mate, I'm in the MCC, so we get ushered in and then food brought to your seat and then yeah, yeah. when and you, you go you to have the a, bathroom, a, um, yeah, there's one a man. of the attendants um, yeah. undoes One of the penis holders. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. penis for you. Why? <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. You guys have it all. <laughs> um, so what was it like? So 72,000. Now, I think crowds are a bit down. This week, 
a little bit down. Yeah, they were I hoping more they were hoping to give four hundred. They're hoping to give four hundred thousand um, for the opening round, and I think they're going to be about forty or fifty thousand short of that. But I reckon, firstly, I think they thought that the grand final replay was going to be bigger. That got around was it fifty two thousand or so, I think. But also. It's a Wednesday night. Like, yeah. as much as they go, yeah, let's kick it off really fucking early and it's going to be great. Yeah. Wednesday is a shit day. Yeah. Like, you know, it's bloody... Hump day. Like, don't call it hump day for for no fucking reason, mate. It's a shit one if you've got kids. You're at the MCG at 7 o'clock. Yeah. It's just... It's fucking late. To get out of there is late. Everything's against you. And you've got two more days of pretending to work. Whereas Thursday, you can, you can fucking... Everyone bludges on a Friday. It's fine. Yeah, You're built sure. for it. I mean, when they've kind of experimented with Thursday night football and Monday night football. Oh. I'm of the opinion that like I I I like it mm. but I don't want to go to it. Like I like it. Oh, it's if great. I can it's watch great it home TV, viewing. But I don't want to watch Thursday it. night is great home viewing and you'll yeah. notice during the middle of the year they always put the Thursday night games interstate so they become TV viewing. Yeah. But I went to a Monday night game it was uh, Carlton versus St Kilda at Marvel and it was fucking awful on the Monday. Did Carlton Collingwood play a Monday night years ago? Uh, the only one that I went to was Carlton Saints. And yeah, I think sure. they might have done it two years in a row. And it was just shit. Like, the game kicks off at 7.40. You're not out of there till say, 10.30. And yeah. it's just... it's And, you know, Carlton's lost. It's fucking... I've had to wait the whole weekend to have it ruined. It's just... It's no good. But uh, how do you feel, kind of being back around the crowd and all that kind of, Did you go with the front bar people? Like, was it the traditional uh, shot of you guys... No, no, we're all separate this year because it was a Carlton home game and um, uh, Malloy was in the committee room in the MCC, if you can oh, believe Guy that. Oh, Guy Grossley's uh, little adventure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so he would have been eating, you know, baked snapper and calamari and stuff, whereas I was I was just out with the plebs in on level it. two. Yeah. And the, uh, fucking hell, I know we've said it before, but it's so loud in there and i just think that you know in the quarter time and, and half time breaks and i don't think it's loud enough i think cuz i could still hear the people next to me and i want them drowned out like just yeah. crank it up afl yeah sure 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 so yeah. yeah what kind of entertainment did they add any little bits of magic to it like have there something new that you hadn't seen before well i hadn't seen captain carlton and Nan- uh, navy nina dance off to all the single ladies against the two tigers before and that was a genuine highlight that was when i was like footy's back and it's fucking great to have crowds back to witness this um and then there was a, a running race i believe at, at i think it must have been quarter time oh, to where kind of like win the jeep or whatever I don't think it was any to win anything really good because the, the person in the Carlton jumper just won. Yeah, gotcha. So they do the thing, if I remember correctly, it's like kind of mm. run from like the 50-metre mark kind of and beat the car on the screen on the boundary. Oh, right. No, you the, the person was running against another person who gave them, you know, was kind of just sitting off them and then just bolted home to almost tired at the end gotcha. to make them feel good about themselves. Gotcha. But, yeah, I know what you mean and that, um, you know, they don't want to give away the Jeep is what we're saying. It's fucking disgusting. Give away a Jeep at every game, I believe. Do you remember years ago? Because it's our ninth year of doing this show, man. Our ninth that is, year. That is Round unbelievable. One, 2014, we started the show. Can you imagine that I've spent this much time with you <laughs> over the journey? Like, it's fucking no. unbelievable. That we have to talk to each other once a week. Once a week. Imagine we if we didn't if we didn't do this show, people would be like, 
What's that chamber cunt up to? And I'd be like, oh, I fucking don't know. <laughs> I, I think he's in Sydney. I've I have no idea. loose in mate. 2014. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't spoken to him. But uh, take back through the history. Like, I remember we did, like, one episode, like, kind of like mm. a test show, I suppose. Yes. Which we then ditched. And then round one of 2014, which I think, if I remember correctly, was the day or the day after the Giants beat the Swans for the first time when they had the game called off, like, during the first or second quarter due to lightning. Yep, yep. And then we became addicted to uh, Travis Cloak's um, hashtags. Yeah. Yes, Instagram. that's right. Because it was um, he got the oh, that's right. He, hang on, because that wouldn't have been around the Melbourne show, but we must have gone back through his. Yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. I went through it because I just kind of found his Instagram and kind of became fascinated by it. And so, yeah. for the people who don't know, I actually don't really know if the first episode is actually online, maybe on some Russian website or something. Um, but oh, that'd be if you went to the MCG Museum, you could listen to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, and um, uh. There was a picture on Trav's uh, Instagram and a smash window of his car. Mm. And he loved the hashtag. Mm. Um, but the hashtag we loved the most was that it said, <laughs> someone had broken in and, bought and, and stolen his shoes. And the hashtag was, no Melbourne show for me today, which yeah. was fucking magical. It was magical. And when you click through, there were millions, of course, of other... Uh, photos that accompanied that hashtag no Melbourne show for me today and he'd st- he started a movement of people who weren't able to make it to the show it was very devastating and I also love the idea like okay you got a smash window on your car but mm. there are trams and trains and <laughs> there's literally yeah. a train station called the showgrounds in Melbourne <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can get there so, mate, it was so, it was great to be back at the MCG. It was absolutely rocking. When Sam Doherty kicked his goal in the second quarter, he'd yeah, come cool. back from cancer, his second bout of cancer, uh, had chemotherapy and fought his way back into the team in round one. And that was, that was like, moving, like, mm. really moving. I filmed it, and it was just fantastic. It was so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And then, you know, the Blue Baggers got up in the end, and it was just, mate, it's just... This winning thing, I tell you, Michael, mm. I, I don't know how you've coped with it so long. No wonder you've become you become like a real unlikable cockhead over the journey. Like, I get it now. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, when you're 1-21 by the end of the year, I mean, you know, good on you. You've yeah. had your win. Our live show, Adam. Our live show. Take us through our live show. It's going to be enormous. We're on Sunday, April 3rd. We've got a brand new guest we can announce. We're at 4pm at the uh, European Beer Cafe in the city in Melbourne. Mick Malloy is going to be joining us. Bang. So that's going to be great. He's got, uh, he's got many stories to tell. And it's great that finally, after so many years, I have something to actually give him shit about. Even though he'll bring <laughs> up the, the three premierships. So Mick Malloy is going to be joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And a man who's he's kept pretty, pretty low-key of late. You may not have heard of him, but Luke Beveridge, the coach of the Western Bulldogs, is going to be joining us. Uh, he hasn't pulled out yet, so it's going to be a bit of fun to have Bevo up on stage. And it's... Uh, you know what, though? Uh, after he... So, obviously, Bevo had a little bit of a... So, Tom Morris, uh, former Fox footy uh, journalist, came out last Monday and said that Lockie Hunter wouldn't be playing for the Bulldogs. Luke Beveridge wasn't happy about that. He went back in the press conference after the game on uh, Wednesday night, said he was a uh, muckraker and a gutter journalist, which seems he was very accurate in hindsight. And 
when Bevo did that, when he went him, and what I love is that people were shocked that a man with a uh, handlebar mustache would act like that. And I was like, that's exactly what you'd expect from a man with a handlebar mustache. I mean, he wasn't very much far from saying, no money here, mate. <laughs> no yeah. money. Here. Cash. Cash. Here. Not here, mate. There's no here. Uh, so, he, obviously, he got no stash with uh, Tom Morris. But when he did that, I was just like, fuck, that is like he was frightening. And I just thought, I wonder how much that changes what we do with, well, you know what? It won't change what I do with him because I'm always very nice with our guests, but always you push the boundaries with our guests. Like when you went toe to toe with Brad Scott for no reason. <laughs> I do find it funny. Like I, I, when he, when I did see that footage, I was like, "Hmm, do we bring it up?" And I think, but I think it actually is the handlebar. Like I think Bevo is a bit hippy dippy, like you know, loves everyone, but I think yes. it's the handlebar moustache that kind of makes it you changes change the way perception. you. Yeah, absolutely, it does because yeah, you're right. He's very philosophical and all mm. that kind of stuff. Oh, Surfer. I, I mean, I think we, I think we bring it up in a fun way. I, I think you know, he's got, a, he's obviously got a sense of humour, and you know, we're going to find out very quickly because I'll make you do it. We'll find out very quickly if he doesn't have a sense of humour. <laughs> because junk timers, if there's any reason to come to our live show, it's to see Me Michael get, get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking, because you can hear it on the podcast, sure. But to see it, junk timers, to see Michael just go down, probably roll off the stage, fall into the laps of the people in the front row, you've got to be there for that. I, I think I've told this story before on the pod, but I um, mm. I mean, you've met Bevo in the flesh. And so I imagine I like, you know, as a player who would be a medium-sized player, but he's probably still like six foot one, six foot two. No, he's actually, I reckon he's shorter than me. So I reckon he's yeah, probably okay. about 5'10 gotcha. or 11. Yeah. Gotcha. But, but, yeah, but sure, you know, sure. solid. Oh boy, fucking solid. Because I remember going to a game at Marvel years ago with mum and dad and um, the Hawthorne coaches ran up the aisle like after they gave their, you know, quarter yep. time, three quarter time dress. And you could literally hear the women swooning when Bevo walked up. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Yeah, kind of going like, who's that tall drink of water? Hmm. <laughs> So that's all part of our live show. Tickets available at Tribe Booking, April 3 at 4pm at the European Beer Cafe. But after that... Your I comedy festival show. Yeah, kicks off April 12. Uh, only doing 12 shows. It's called No, You Calm Down. It's at the Cooper's Inn in Exhibition Street. So go to Tribe Booking as well. There's a little bit of a uh, special deal for junk timers if you type in the code LOWDOG, one word, and you can get yourself a little bit of a discount on that. So come along. It's going to be fun. I did a trial show the other week. It went really well. I, I was going to say, yeah, how'd you show. go? It was fun. It was good. I actually thought, oh, maybe this, you know, because the, the laughter was so long and loud and pronounced. I was like, uh, maybe this audience is a little bit too good. And then when I died, they didn't do a fucking thing. <laughs> so they were very honest. And thank you to everyone who came to my trial show. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to just getting this material out there. And having some fun with it. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, I think we're kind of bearing the lead uh, mm. of the um, first week of the AFLM. The fireworks at the MCG did not happen. Couldn't happen. Did not happen. They went to happen at half time, and they talked a big game. So they were talking about having them at halftime of the uh, grand final replay on Wednesday night between the Doggies and Melbourne, and there was kind of a little bit of conjecture because they were called off, and then. 
no one kind of accepted responsibility for it. Mm. They were a bit like, well, it wasn't MCC. We're like, it wasn't us. MCG's like, well, we couldn't. And then the clubs were like, we wanted to, but we were told we couldn't. And it turns out that it was because there's some sort of uh, flammable cladding on the MCG, which which fills you with confidence <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you hear that there's flammable cladding on a building that hosts a hundred thousand people. But that was the thing about cladding. Like, I mean, like, I mean, I maybe I don't have the right idea about cladding, but like, I'm like, why do you need that on the roof of the MCG? Like, is it like uh, for yeah, warmth is, or was there was there was there like one neighbour who put in a noise complaint? It's just like I tell you, fucking on Saturday night. Oh, oh, it kept me up. Well, I tell you what, actually, like every, I used every to couple live, of minutes, like I just heard this roar from from the now Pullman, formerly Hilton, right near Jollymont yep. Station. I used to live about yep. a block from there years ago. Well, someone and someone's actually, doing particularly well living in East Melbourne. If I don't mind, if well, you, don't you actually mind. you actually could hear like the crowd, you know, a lot. To, on a Friday, Saturday night, and I'm not exactly. saying keep you awake, but like, yeah, they'd be. Uh, but also the thing of like, you could watch the TV, and a player would have a shot for goal, and you could hear the crowd before the ball went through the goals, due to the delay. So you actually, yep. genuinely could hear. You, you generally can hear the crowd a lot, uh, and and then I remember yeah. in particular like um, like grand final weeks. I think I lived there for about two years. Like grand final weeks where they do like the pre-game halftime entertainment like sound test so you could hear like guy sebastian oh singing you know like so hang on so on the day you could hear mike brady and then get him in delay on the telly slightly what a fucking day oh yeah that's a good point but i actually remember like there were a few times where hawthorne wasn't playing but i had my membership Mm. and i was like i really feel like a pie and so I'd go into the ground <laughs> oh, and buy a pie and then go home. <laughs> oh, fuck. You oh. know what's good about you is just that you're so relatable to the common man. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. You're fucking like a year from getting in, aren't you? Like you're, you're, you're about to be in the members, aren't you? I'm not a member, mate. Let's but you are about to be. Right? Out there. And you'll pick it up. And also who, signed your, member, who signed your form? Who signed your form? Yeah, some chump. <laughs> but thank you for doing that. Yeah, so anyway, back to the MCG. They've got the cladding. Maybe it is for warmth to keep it in. Maybe they wanted the MCC people, you know, they didn't want them to feel the breezes is coming through. But when I read that it was flammable, you're like, Jesus, that's fucking, maybe get that fixed. Maybe get that bad, reno yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I remember working at the ABC a few years ago and um, they sent an email around to everyone and they said, um, mm. uh, just so you know, uh, we've checked and the asbestos level is fine. And we were all like, um, <laughs> what? why Why were you checking? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. So they came to the AFL. And so the AFL, they could have gone ahead with the fireworks, but uh, they needed to have um, fire trucks on the concourse outside like gate one and gate two at the back of the northern stand. And I think they just went, uh, that's a really bad look, the fact that we have to have fire trucks. Because the, the chances the of, yeah, the chances of the fireworks making the MCG burst into flames <laughs> are very are very low, but they are it is a you know, it is something that could happen. But I tell you what, if it did, you're there at half time. How long before you kind of realised before you went, Oh, this isn't part of the show? Oh like when like a fire will break out and you go, Oh that that's part <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, 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 exactly. Like yeah. when you saw 
firemen running up the stairs and you're like fuck this is really cool this show this is great and the way that the way that one of the light towers is like collapsed into the middle <laughs> of the ground that's fucking amazing i tell you what these grand final replays are awesome was it the was it richmond collingwood i think when the scoreboard caught fire it was definitely richmond i thought it was richmond carlton uh, but maybe, i could be wrong maybe 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 yeah 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 but yeah i always feel like a fire breaking out in the stadium is not a good look no, no, and traditionally it hasn't gone particularly well. And the um, MCG are understaffed as well. They need like so three I didn't or notice that on, Yeah, I didn't notice that on Thursday night, although, having said that, when I went out to grab a bottle of water at, uh, I think it was during the first quarter, there were only two people working the bar. There's like a, a sort of circular bar near the section where I sit. Yep. And I thought that had that got rammed at quarter and half time, that they would have been... Under massively understaffed yeah, yeah sure. absolutely yeah so they would have been working their asses off but i didn't notice any issues getting into the ground it was uh like i got there what say 25 minutes before the opening bounce and had to wait like five minutes and there was an easy check you know go in through the you know show your qr code show your vaccine uh, vaccine vaccine passport and then do the pretend thing where they wave the wand around you a couple of times before you go in Dude, what is that? Like, and actually, I backtrack very quickly, but we'll get back onto the wand. But mm. do you have to show vaccinations? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you do. You have to show your vaccine passport to get in. Huh. And then the wand. Like, just a dude just randomly just waving this thing around you. And you... Yeah. And I, I think to myself, like, if I, I go to the footy, okay, I've got a wallet. I've got a wife. I've got a belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got your belt, yeah. Like you think about the, air, yeah. you know, in an airport kind of way. Like you got yeah. my wallet, got I've, my belt. I've got a, I've got a mag light just in case I get lost in the dark. Probably got a few coins in my pocket because I'm doing very yeah. well. Mm. I probably have a radio in my pocket. Got a mobile phone in my pocket. And hang I'm on, like, hang going, on. what are they? Pause, f- pause, pause, pause. You've got a fucking radio in your pocket. No, like a little, you know, transistor, so I can listen to yeah, the coverage. Yeah, 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 mate. It's not 1984. But how am I meant to listen to the radio coverage apart from that? Like, because the internet's fucking shit at the games. Yeah. You, you ever try to make a call like a quarter time, half time? Like, you can't do it. Uh, or try to, or, I reckon or you, you try can to now. tap onto the fucking MCG Wi-Fi, and it's like on. Yeah, like you know, if you want, you know, two thousand four Wi-Fi, then <laughs> go for it. But like, I've got my radio, so I can listen to the the radio call. And they don't pick it up. I, I reckon they just let that through out of embarrassment. They don't want everyone in the line behind you to go. He's this fucking idiot with the radios holding us up. No, I'm not having like. A, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm just talking about like the '80s when you have the old guy with the transistor to his ear. I mean, like just yeah. like a little portable, you know, tiny thing I can put in my pocket where I can listen to, you know, or um, you know, three W or whatever. S E N. Are you fucking telling me I'm weird for having a radio to listen to the coverage? Chunk Timers, feel free to let us know on our um, various social pages. And let us know, please, if you take, as well as your phone, which is equipped with all the radio stations around the world... Yeah, but they don't fucking work because of the fucking Wi-Fi and internet. There's fucking 80,000 people there. They're all on their fucking phones and the internet, and so it doesn't fucking work. Have you never... Well, maybe... Have you never not... Have you never listened to the radio at the football? Mate, maybe if you're with a proper carrier, not like one tell or fucking three, Dude. like those ones on the MC on the Essendon jumpers back in the day. Dude. Maybe if you got, you know, 
up into modern society. If you went with Boost, fucking... I will not hear you besmirch the good name of Malcolm Turnbull, <laughs> who made the MBN perfect in every single way. Remember that when corrected. you vote in May. I stand corrected, yes. I um, With those ones, I went through the airport at Mount Isa once, so we're doing gigs uh, for the comedy festival out in Mount Isa, and it's a mining town. And you know how they give you the uh, explosives test when you go uh, into yep. the airport before you fly. And so the guy called me over. He's like, we need to do the explosive test. And I said, mate, does this um, does this go off all the time? Because it's a mining town. Like, everyone's covered in explosive. Mm. And he goes, mate, goes off every fucking two seconds. Does my fucking head in. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, mate. Sorry. And so how do they work it out? Like, who's, who's a good guy and who's a bad guy? I reckon they just let everyone through because yeah, it's yeah. Mount Isa. And they go, I don't reckon Isa, uh, uh, ISIS would be fucked going all the way to outback Queensland. They just go, oh, mate, they've suffered enough out here. We're not coming out. Uh, we'll finish off shortly, Adam. Um, we're just mm. a bit, I mean, you're probably like me, like a bit hurt, a bit disappointed. Well, opportunity missed by the AFL yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Two people who know their football inside out. Like you game. can recount fucking premiership lists till about 1978. Mm-hmm. So they've added two people to the All Australian panel. Um, yeah, Corns and Nathan Buckley. And what who? what do they know about football, Adam? What do they know about football? I mean, Kane Corns. What's his fucking criteria for getting in there? You yeah. know, you've got to have fucking run a marathon around your tennis court in <laughs> in half an hour. You know, I mean, Kane <laughs> Corns. I mean, good lord. And Nathan Buckley, they've been added to the uh, all Australian. Nathan Buckley, the the guy from Fox Footy. Oh, the guy from fucking I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I mean, you know. Oh my god! Eat a fucking ostrich anus, mate. (laughs) What's he going to put in there? Some fucking tarantulas in the forward line. They've (laughs) they've been added to the all Australian selection panel, uh, replacing Richo and Treaders. I mean, I think Treaders actually is a. Uh, that's more of a vaccination issue. So it's yeah, more, yeah, exactly. Couldn't go don't want the, you on the room, night. <laughs> Yeah, and but yeah, we have missed out. And and also, I mean, I think two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we clearly became very good friends with Gil McLaughlin. Yeah, he appreciated true. our banter. He laughed. He laughed at us. Yeah, and he at no stage changed the topic mm. very quickly when we were talking about the AFL kitchen and bar, which I think yeah. actually. Actually, we reckon we should get A on the committee, but mm. also I reckon we're in line to get a payout from the AFL or get on the get on the pay wage by the fact that we've been promoing that shit better than anyone else going around. Like, yeah, I've, been, that's I've true. even had a couple of friends this week who messaged me and they were at the airport and they were like, sent a picture of their glass of wine and they were like, "I'm at the AFL kitchen and bar." Like, that's that's us. Yeah, and they they weren't even flying. Yeah, no, they just went. They just, they just went for a quick yeah, drink, you know. <laughs> exactly. Well, when you take the, you know, take the lovely wife out uh, for a, for a night out, you, you head up to the AFL kitchen and bar. I mean, what a beautiful night that would be. Like, mm. if I mean, you know, I'm a single man. I mean, don't don't talk it up too much. I still haven't been. I'm jealous. I haven't been there, dude. You got to go there. I mean, I'm a single. I man. I know, but I know, I know. Yeah, true. Like, already, I know. Like, if I ever get engaged, like, mm. and I take my partner to the Eiffel Kitchen Bar at the airport. Yeah. I mean, they always talk about like, you know, like couples, like when they go to like Paris, like the the lady, yeah. the partner is like going like, oh, they're going to propose, you know, but 
I mean, I know my future partner. I mean, she may not even be born yet, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, you take you take someone to the AFL kitchen and bar. I mean, mm. you know, oh. you marry me is on the table right there. Yeah, yeah, that's for life. I mean, they would have a, a, like a preset lighting thing for proposals. They really would, and they'd obviously be like, um, "Oh, so you want to sit at the chair?" That has Shane Wo Woden's name written on the back of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Something's brewing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be all over. So, I mean, that, that's the fact that Gil McLaughlin saw that we weren't scared of making the hard accusations. And therefore, we would be probably the best All-Australian selectors the country's ever seen. Like, you would have the most diverse All-Australian all side you've ever seen in your life. Oh, dude, we'd go for it. And, like, mm. they talk about making a team that, like, uh, actually... Well, Kane talked about picking a team that would actually play. Oh, oh God. Well, no, why no, do no. you want to like, do that? Hear me out. Like, we would pick a team mm. that mm. will play in Shanghai. Like, that would be our yeah. idea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we would pick the all... We would have several All-Australian teams. I would have the All-Australian end-of-season trip team. Perfect. So not only would they get the green blazer, but it would have a bin tang singlet underneath it. So Perfect. you know, you go, mate, that's fucking all Australian because look how well dressed he is. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, uh, footballers in real life. Hit me. Hey, from Jennifer, uh, from last week, you were talking about all the last ep. You were talking yep. about seeing BT. At an AFLW yes, game. Yes, I saw a BT at the AFLW game, Carlton v uh, Gold Coast at uh, Princess Park. Jennifer wrote in uh, Ari Adams starting a BT last week. BT is the uncle of the Rowbottoms. Oh, okay. I did not know that. James at Sydney uh, in the M and last year's number one draft pick, Charlie, for the Suns in the W. Uh, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he wasn't there to be <laughs> a total cunt. <laughs> Embarrassed against <laughs> his niece, but who knows? Exactly. Good point. But who knows? <laughs> but good that. on him for supporting. Good on him for supporting his niece. Imagine that showing up to, to boo your niece. Uh, <laughs> a uh, football in real life from me, uh, yeah. Steve Caniglio. Really? Past out, the out cafe. East. Uh, and where were you? Where was I? I was in St. Leonard's. Walked past the cafe uh-huh. and I spotted him, and then I couldn't get too much detail by the fact that. I realised if I looked back again, I would have yep. been like checking him out, you know, like and make yep, him yep. uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Not checking him out, but like you know, like yeah, like yeah, it would yeah. Be Turning around to acknowledge you know. his presence. Yeah, yeah. And but so also he's Stephen Caniglio. Like, would he get recognised that much in Sydney? So he probably might have appreciated going, oh, mate. They're checking out. No, actually, hobbies. that's a good point. Actually, yeah. No, I, I yeah. imagine he doesn't get recognised much up here. Um, but he was chatting to a uh, older gentleman. Um, I'm not going to make assumptions like maybe a manager, whatever, like what, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, We just made an assumption. Well, well, yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, yeah, I fucked up. Mm. And also, I forgot to <laughs> mention last pod that um, yeah. out of football in real life, I got to talk to Lids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fucking, how did you not mention that? I know, I forgot. So when I came down to Melbourne for the, um, the Fox footy launch, yeah. uh, mum and dad picked me up. So somewhere, and um, Leeds was putting the bins out with his daughter in his arms, who's about yep. maybe half a year old, and um, they had a chat and they said, "Oh, this is our son Michael." And I said, "Good mate." 
and was like, hi, mate. So finally, after, what, six years, got to talk to Lids. Hang on. Was that the extent of your conversation? Yeah, it was pretty much like, you know, g'day, g'day. Did he, at any stage, hide one of your keys <laughs> in, a, in a can of tuna? I don't know, man. He was putting the bins out and there was a lot of rattling yeah. going on in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he have that glint in his eye? For the junk timers who are new to it, when, uh, when De- Brett Delidio was at GWS, and I think he was fairly new there. I think he was Someone at Richmond. Said that one oh, I think he was at Richmond. I think he was at Richmond. Wasn't he captain at Richmond? I was at Richmond. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the greatest pranks that he played was that he put a fellow player's keys in a can of tuna. Yeah. So if you're new to this podcast and you know you know your friends don't listen, you can play that trick with absolute safety because I've never heard of it and it's a fucking cracker. Because the key, it goes in the can of tuna <laughs> and they got no fucking idea. Anyway, you'll work it out. Hours of fun. From Mr. Scheidlinger on Facebook. Mr. Scheidlinger. I have a football captain real life for you. Yesterday I was at Chadston oh, yeah. Shopping Centre and wandered into mm-hmm. the Puma store. That's right, I'm doing very well. When I spotted none other than St Kilda's Jack Steele. I was about to approach him to say hello when my partner informed me that he would probably rather not be pestered while going about his clothes shopping. In the short mm. time I took to consider this, Steele had gone to the back of the store, presumably to pretend to try on clothes and avoid an Inquisitive Saints fan. See, disappointing from the partner there. Let let you, let Mr. Scheidlinger go and have the chat to Jack Steele because we, as a podcast, are going to get a lot more out of it when you harass a footballer. That's a really good point, actually. it's mm. Actually, let's put a thing out for all the people who send in footballers in real life. If mm. you ever think about not harassing them, think again. Yeah. Go up to them, <laughs> make a scene, yeah. get on the news. Because uh, if anything, if there's nothing footballers like more, it's just being pestered Bombarded. with questions by, yeah, with by random Just pretend fans. you have a drink card in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to hit the road. Don't forget our live show, April 3. Check out the tickets at trybooking.com and Adam's show at the Comedy Festival, comedyfestival.com.au. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook and the Gram. Go Hooks, winners. Fuck you, AFL, for taking down Vossi. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.